Hello, welcome to the People of Culture podcast. We, the POC of the POC, are here to unpack everything culture, because culture can literally be anything. That it can. That mm-hmm. it can. Woo! We made it. Right? Oh, my <laughs> God. God. Oh, right? Oh, my God. Oh, yo, you don't understand the struggle sometimes when it comes to recording. Especially if we don't, we don't have producers, we don't have anything fancy, it's just me and Joe it and is. Anchor. It is. Two two colored girls and an app and really right. hoping that it's just going to work. Two colored girls and an app. That should have been the name of the podcast. That should have been the name of the podcast. <laughs> Dang. That is it. So who am I speaking with? Oh my gosh. I'm Shay Cherie, a.k.a. Tage's Heels. Yes, yes. Because I feel left out. Uh, <laughs> and if you watch Aretha's Homegoing, you know what I'm talking about. Or any uh, Fantasia performance, <laughs> right? You know, you'll understand me and her relationship. Exactly, exactly. And that who makes are sense. you? I am Joe, aka the curvy geeky fan girl, mm-hmm. over here talking about what it's like to be a geek and a person of color and yeah. a woman all up in this podcast. Hopefully, a woman. right? W O M A N. Wait, did I spell that right? <laughs> Okay. You got lost in the music. That's okay. It happens to all of us. I say it again. No, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think we should jump into recaps because it has been a hot it's minute. It's been a minute, y'all. We know. We know. We have. Right. A, lot a lot of stuff popped off. Mm-hmm. Huge things. things happened at the same time. Oh, my gosh. Well, as you might know or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't put our stuff all over the internet anymore. Um, right. We are no longer in the same place. Right. So I've, right. I've moved down south and a uh, little further down south, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, closer to my uh, uh, love of my life. I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fiance? Yes, Fiance, yes. Fiance, mm-hmm. what, what have you? And so that's kind of what's going on with that. Um, mm-hmm. And Joe is still up in the Merlin area. I am. I am here in regular Merlin. Yes. Merlin's is bomb. Right. Oh my gosh. The South. I, I'm starting, I'm trying to get acclimated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, it's a different world. Is it that different? I saw, so you should definitely follow Shay Cherie Instagram stories. Yeah. She's giving me life right now no and I need much. it. No. Is it really is it really that much of a difference between Maryland and Nashville? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, it is. Um I don't know. I mean, it's just very like it's real like Atlanta, I, I'm thinking like cuz I'm from Atlanta, you know, I'm familiar with southern mm-hmm. situations, but um when I was going on the job interview, um, one of the managers was just like, are you familiar with the South and, you know, this area and, like, the culture and everything? I was like, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm from Atlanta. And he's just like, oh, Atlanta's, like, way more culture than there's, like, way more of us there. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Just blatant with it. All right, cool. But still. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it can be pretty serious. I mean, yeah, so he said, "Yeah, <laughs> it, it can be pretty." Did I get cut off just now? It did, but then you yeah. came right back. Yes, it's just yeah, it's a different world down here, guys. 
So I, I mean, I will come with that mindset of, you know, observance. Okay. First, mm-hmm. before you did anything, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I will. I will come with the spirit of observance. The spirit. <laughs> the spirit of. Uh, it's one of it is one of those places I, I mean I'm personally still trying to observe because it's like you know one it, it it gives me the vibe of course you know I know you know it's America so mm-hmm. this is a, a big Trump town like all of the ads and stuff on the on the okay. TV is like yes President Trump's tax bill has really changed our lives for the best and I'm like uh, what <laughs> you know, I'm drinking. You know, I'm sitting there drinking my juice and nearly spit it out at the TV because you know <laughs> this is not the rhetoric I am used to hearing on you know local television. Right, right. You know, this is very. I mean, people are singing his praises down here, and it's very strange. <laughs> and then the black people, they just don't say anything, and it's just kind of like, whoa. You know, like every all skin folk and kin folk type of vibe. Oh wow! And so that's really, really terrifying for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Well. So. Shoot. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm still adjusting. I'm still in the observance. Um. You know, time period. Luckily, right. one good thing about here though, getting your hair done. Hmm. I mean, you can get it done very quickly and okay. for very affordable prices. Uh, I I explained to Joe what a sew-in was. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, all of the things that go into it and the pricing, like, especially mm-hmm. in the Maryland area. So, mm-hmm. like, three $400, that's nothing, you know, that's normal, like, sew-in with a closure type vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, 150 down here. Wow, that's it. And 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 they're doing everything for you. They're washing and conditioning your hair, detangling. Well, and when I was in Maryland, you had to have your hair blow dried and straight by the time they come to you. They just bring it down and sew it in. Oh wow! And they don't, and they don't want to throw no curls or anything in it. So, oh, on top of that, dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know they do do more. People work a lot more, and people are like far more happy about their jobs around here. Like, well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so like ups and downs. It sounds like ups and downs. Ups and downs. Okay. So, how's it been with you, y'all? Okay. She left me. She left me. <laughs> it's been nothing but straight panic. No, I've had one of the craziest that. weeks ever. <laughs> so we used to work together. And mm-hmm. that that support is not there anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I right. feel like a table, like, like a three-leg table. And now I'm just down to, just to two. No. And we're teetering and oh. trying to find balance. You'll find the balance. It was surreal to go into work, not have Shay be there, right. have something crazy pop off, like around white people, and not be able to turn and talk about it oh, to somebody. Oh, no. yeah. Because now my new co-worker is white. And I mean, she's the sweetest girl. But, yeah. like, just the just the references. Like, right. Just the, like, the, the, the comfort in that. Yes. Yes. Oh. Of, like, that instinctual, she will understand where I'm coming from. Like, it's gone. Right. So I'm like, okay. man. I'm telling you, when people will start acting out, you know, I would be 
she would be at the first computer and I would be at the second mm-hmm. in the back. And if they started getting a little frisky, right? <laughs> I would promptly turn all the way around. Like, <laughs> right. And now what? we're both looking at you and now you're starting to calm down. Exactly. And so now I can't imagine like literally not having that person to go, excuse me. Right. And just stare at and I'm no. tuning in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now no longer. I'm just like <laughs> okay. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna figure this out. Yes, you figure it out. But thankfully, I have lots of other black lady support to, yes. to, to lift me up in my time of need. Right. So yeah, shout out to Lock Fitness because they have yes. been holding it down. They have been holding you down. They have. <laughs> she is um, definitely like this. Like she's the star on social media right now because <laughs> right. she is attending every fitness every, class, every available class. I'm like, ooh, today, fantastic! Let's go. Yes, I will be there. I'm, I'm here in the front row. Like, <laughs> so, yes, definitely. I'm fit fam now. Okay. Yep. Yep. That is definitely what is happening. That's awesome. But before we took our like little mini break, how was Carabana? How was Carabana for everybody? Carabana was bomb. Listen, if you are listening to this, I suggest that everybody take their body to the first (laughs) weekend in August to Toronto's Carabana. Okay. Toronto, Canada. Toronto, uh, Toronto, Ontario. In the in the country of Canada. There you go. There you go. Yes, that's what. Yeah, so that's how it works. Yeah, I, I always get confused on that part. But yes, yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say for sure you need to go to that. It is an everybody experience. You don't have to be Caribbean to attend. They're not gonna like ask for lineage or anything like that. You know, once you go. <laughs> Did so, I check in blood quantum? Right. Okay. Don't don't you worry. You don't have to, you know, present ancestry.com papers or anything. <laughs> like that. Okay. I mean, people have come up with I've heard all kinds of stuff like like, oh, well, he got to go with you because, you know, you're Caribbean, you were able to prove it. How how do how do I do that? How do I wow. prove it? Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about? People are wow. crazy. What that and then to actually the video is coming is going to be going up. I need to do it. Oh, it will be up to tonight. Okay. Tonight. Yes. Ooh, okay. Tonight and um, you got you have to go. Especially number two, men, you have to go. Like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and play mass. That's the thing. People go to Caravana and just like have the parties and stuff, which is great. Mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun but playing mass is really kind of when you get to really get the experience so i would say you know save an extra two three hundred dollars and mm-hmm. and splurge and get like a little cop you know join a band get a costume team saldina mm-hmm. saldina is the number one mass camp they had what okay. over five thousand people in their camp this year nice it was wow. amazing yes yeah, 16 sections five thousand people Oh my gosh! Wow. I mean, just bomb. I mean, wow. And so this is it. You don't have to learn like special choreography. You just pay your money. They give mm-hmm. you a little costume. You show up a little early. Mm-hmm. They got you know you drinking from early in the morning. They got food for you. Everything. It's 
it is fun. Like, nice. seriously, I think it's mm-hmm. something that everyone needs to do at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. Get, you don't have to be like, oh, I can't, you know, I ain't worried about my girl tonight. I ain't worried about my man. I, you know, you don't have to leave, leave your uh, significant other at home. Mm-hmm. This is something that y'all can do together. It is fun. There is a lot of <laughs> people out here, a lot of couples doing it together. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Right? So, nice. Carabana. If you have the time, go on carabana.com. They have hotels, all that stuff set up for you with the party tickets. And then you find a mass camp to join. And it's one, two, three. Bam, you're done. That is nice. All right. So, um, yes. Especially the especially anybody of color. Like, if you're of color, <laughs> this is... This is your moment. Like this is <laughs> this is your day in the sun, y'all. You get to just be as fun and as ratchet and just be all over the place. You are a bit of a spectacle because there's just a ton of white people out there with their cameras. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! I mean, we're we're on the public transportation and people are like stopping us. Like, excuse me, can I take a picture? Or people wow. just randomly taking pictures of you? Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a display going on, especially once you, you know, leave the area uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and venture into, you know, John Doe public. Okay. So, okay. you know, but think about it. Joe's Joe and Joe and her need to come. Joe and- <laughs> I would love to, yes. I don't know how I would frame it. Cause it's a lot of walking. And my husband is not a fan of walking. It's not. It's not what you think. But uh, you're walking and you're drinking, like okay. you know those, those big packs, those um, mm-hmm. water packs or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. My fiance had it full of of rum. <laughs> right. You don't even feel, you don't even feel it. They're, then these big trucks are like throwing coconut water at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> water mm-hmm. and all different types of drinks. So. I mean, you literally don't feel like it's not like, oh my god, my feet are hurting so much. I'm walking for so long now. Right? None of that. You don't even feel it. I'm telling you, the music is blasting. You just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> There's so many times you stopping. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not what you think. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to swing it. I'm gonna try to swing it. Yeah, but, but we need to do that. Take cute pictures. Right, it's a uh, super body positivity. I mean, just yeah. everybody is in there. That is true. I've seen the. I saw the pictures. <coughs> Amazing. Oh no, she's dying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely. If you look at her Instagram, she posted up some some pictures. I think her video is still up there too. <coughs> But she is going to put it up on her YouTube channel, yes. finally. Shay's yes. YouTube channel is yes. finally going to have content. Yes! Excited. Because I have time to breathe. Right? <laughs> see? See? And I think that is the blessing. <laughs> now you have the availability to put all that creativity into the space it needs to be into. So. Right. There we go. Absolutely. But it does. It looks like fun. So maybe I could swing it. It happens in <laughs> August. My wedding anniversary is in August, so right. I could play that card and just yeah. be like, as a I gift to me, this. right? <laughs> if you love me, you exactly. let me do it. <laughs> exactly. If you love me, you will let me put these tatas on parade, right? And you will dress up with me. Let's go. And you'll be like, so, what? 
And then my- <laughs> Once he gets into it, he'll be like, this is fun. Right? Right? This is fun. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. So, so that, yeah. That. that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But yay, so good. So yeah, because for, for a little there, she went on like back-to-back overseas oh. trip. And it wasn't playing that way. <laughs> I'm still dying, guys. Right. <laughs> it was not playing that way. My trip to Dominican Republic was supposed to happen like two months before. Oh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But yeah, so that's... That's pretty much. I guess that's our catch up. I mean, yeah. I mean, that covers that covers everything. Her <laughs> big move, life saver, lock fitness. Lock fitness has been my lifesaver. I'm dying. Dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just beat around all that positivity. All these women uplifting each other. They're mm-hmm. actually doing like a a, a black owned business like convention. Like I want to say two weekends from now. It's just like small business owners and uh, Nadine from I class. Saw that. I saw yeah. That. I so saw I bought that. my little e- Eventbrite <laughs> ticket. I'm going to check it out. She has her own natural hair care line. Yes. I'm going to go check it out and support. So, so definitely shout out to that. Oh, I wanted to shout out, though, uh, Kid Fury from the Yes, room. Kid Fury. And his big, big news about doing this huge <laughs> project. With Lena Waithe. Yep, with Lena Waithe and HBO and basically doing a, t- a comedic, dramatic comedic telling of his life. Right. And also finding out his real name. I feel like we uncovered the person behind the curtain. Right. So, yes. And so, I don't yes. want, see, like, I, I didn't read all of it because I don't want to know his real name. I, don't, I want to <laughs> level of anonymity. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it's going to be all over the credits because he's going to be sure. attached to this project. I'm sure. I'm sure. I just can't wait for it to take off. It's going to be. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to I'm see. Try- I'm trying to refrain from sending him one of my headshots. I- right. <laughs> you know, but whatever. <laughs> I, I say it wouldn't hurt. I don't. I don't see the problem with it. But yeah. <laughs> Be like, hey, yeah. Um, especially he's coming to Nashville. Yeah. Um, my birthday time. I'm like, it oh, is. Shoot. It's like the weekend of Jay's birthday. He'll be out there. I'm like, oh shoot, it's my birthday. And they've hey, never been to Nashville before. Shay got there. I just, I don't think that's coincidence. Yeah. So, so there you go. You know, exactly. Exciting. But yeah, it's just, it's just a huge, huge product project to support mm-hmm. somebody from like their come up <coughs> to now. It's a, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's really, really cool, guys. So um, be on the lookout for that. Definitely, shout, definitely. Shout out to the, to the, to the icon livings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Icons Absolutely. living. Exactly. Young icons. And then speaking of other people of color who are finally getting a little bit more out of this life, I wanted to shout out Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. Still killing it. They're in the third oh. weekend in a row. We I, I took I treated Shay to it. Yes. I'm about to go watch it again. If you haven't seen it, try to check it out. It's really good. And so listen, the wedding scene in that movie, <laughs> I was I was bawling in the theater. Yes. Yes. I don't know if it was because of the um Drake. Right. <laughs> Shout or, out to I pick Bethesda. Yeah. If you can go to a place where they let you drink at the theater, go. Yes. It's, it's great. great. It's just great. I don't know and, if it was that between that and 
and um just how beautiful it was it was it was just re- like the, everything everything was so over the top <clears throat> like it was supposed to be right the audience participation in that scene the water it was beautiful I, i'm i'm doing that i'm gonna just pour water down <laughs> i don't know if i gotta get a special permit right right or what is gonna happen digging like, digging trenches doesn't matter well what in the heck is going on with this water it was awesome and just so extra and i was like yes this is perfect this is wonderful. yes that and that's how you can get away with not wearing heels there you go there you go and she had like 80 different changes. So absolutely. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. Man, Do it. please go see Crazy Rich Asians. It is such a, it's a good movie. It's uh, so people good. People were like, oh, it looks cheesy in the, in the, someone was like, oh, it looks cheesy in the um, trailer. I was like, no. <laughs> no. That movie looked like money. Like, mm-hmm. you, yes. you know, there's a few movies that give you that vibe. Like, I we spent well over a million dollars on production alone. Yeah. Not on the actors True. or anyone else. Just making the movie. True. Very, very true. So, and I know some people had qualms with it because it's not representative of like the entirety of Asia. Which okay. it, it couldn't be. It couldn't it I couldn't mean, be all of that at the same time. Uh, I heard some people talking about how they were mad that there weren't enough brown Asians in it. And that I'll give them. I'll give them that. There weren't a whole lot of dark-skinned, melanin-enriched Asians in there at all. But to be fair, they they are talking about Singapore. They're talking about China, Mm -hmm. mainland, and whether or not you're an ABC. And if you go watch the movie, you find out what ABC means. Right. But I think that's something they had to work their way towards. Because in the book... They don't heavily emphasize. They they talk about the ideals of beauty when you're rich. And unfortunately, in the Asian community, being dark is not one of the ideals that's held up. So maybe well, in the future, they like can go most that places where colonizers were. Exactly. Most, the more Eurocentric you appear. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... But I mean, there's it, because this movie has done so well, I have no doubt in my mind they're going to do all three books because this is based off a book series. Oh, nice. And the book series gets to go a little bit deeper into the politics of stuff. So I can't wait to see that and have it, have it work out. And I also wanted to say goodbye to Mayo because apparently millennials have killed it. Yes, and I'm so happy. It- <laughs> get in line with the others like i don't i don't care <laughs> if you do a quick search like a quick hashtag r.i.p mayo you're gonna see people just like upset that right. people aren't holding mayo up to the same standards as their forebearers right. and whatnot nobody got time for that we got mm-hmm. avocado toast we got chipotle mix everything right happening right. no one wants just regular standard mayo we ain't even making sandwiches like that no Cool Whip, nothing with added sugars. Everybody's a little more conscious with health now. Yeah, so I just, yeah, I got Hey, it's Shay Cherie. And if you're looking for something funny to see on the internet, check out Shay Cherie show on everything. Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat. Make sure you check out Shay Cherie show. All right, so we're going to be moving on to Shay Nanigan. Ooh, Shay Nanigan. Yeah. All right, so we're over here in Shay Nanigan's. And the warm-up today, I wanted to talk about 
um, things that people deem as inappropriate socially mm-hmm. um, and share different times in which um, people or you, mm-hmm. <laughs> either one of us, have possibly done something inappropriate at a time that uh, is not deemed as uh, appropriate. Oh, okay. And this is in light of the whole big controversy of Ariana Grande at uh, Aretha's home going. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the queen of soul. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be confused with um, the queen of New York, whoever that might be right now, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Apparently yes, yes. there's a big argument going on with that. So, um, uh, in light of the whole idea of Ariana Grande wearing a rather a very nice dress, but um, what many people deem as a little too short for church and or uh, <laughs> standing up on the pulpit and uh, singing at a home going, and you know she likes to sing band. She just yeah, likes to sing band <laughs> You know, with her ponytail switching from side to side, and she does a lot of going down into the mic. Mm-hmm. And um, there were several people sitting behind her with the dress, you know, hiking up shortly. Now, um, shortly, going mm-hmm. under the, the mm-hmm. so let's think about times in which uh, maybe different things that we have done <laughs> in appropriate <laughs> times that might make us laugh now. Mm-hmm. Or probably could have deemed as like just old fashioned thinking. <laughs> old fashioned thinking. Old fashioned thinking. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I can start off first. Um, All right. I have. Uh, I confess that I have um, laughed hysterically during mm-hmm. a prayer. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> during a prayer. Okay. During prayer. Um, I was in a prayer circle. Mm-hmm. with some family members uh including my grandmother and my mother and there was an older gentleman who um had had surgery recently and you know his he was prescribed a cane to oh. you know to help with balance mm-hmm. the gentleman was really on and off with the cane he you know it felt like the cane really makes him feel old and so he doesn't like to use the cane okay um <laughs> this time we were we were saying prayer and I guess they decided to do that for one of those prayer in the round so it can kind of get a little lengthy uh, though mm-hmm. with the older generation okay yes yes mixed in and so the gentleman is up there <laughs> praying and it gets to the next person and the we're all sitting there with our heads back and all of a sudden you hear he literally falls to the ground oh no okay with everyone holding hands it was (laughs) and everyone's like oh okay (laughs) getting back to prayer (laughs) and I was just in that (laughs) in that prayer circle (laughs) right (laughs) just to the point where my grandmother's like, stop it. Like, it has to right. be like that. But my mother starts laughing uncontrollably as oh, well. Oh, no. So we're both laughing uncontrollably because this man refuses <laughs> to hold his cane. And I, he was wobbled after the prayer was finished. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it was just too long for him to stand. And he just... Uh, 
proceeded to fall in that. Oh, okay. It was hilarious. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, when I said we, was, we were crying because we had to be quiet. Right. Right. That's the, that's the best time. Oh, gosh. So what about you? <laughs> well, uh, so the, the first thing that came to mind was something that happened back in high school. Okay. So in high school, I got invited to go to a young women's empowerment conference. Ooh. Women's yes, it was in San Luis Obispo uh, okay. out there. It was at a college and it was a big trip for me because it was one of the first trips where I was going without like classmates. I was being sent on my own Oh, because your girl was excellent at the time. So, my right? <laughs> right. But we're, we're standing in circles and I'm there with other young women talking about they had a whole like I want to call it a therapy session where you were just supposed to like share some of the hardships you've gone through. Oh, and like, yeah. this was supposed to be like a circle of trust. This was going to be a safe space okay. to lay it all bare. So we're all there. We're all from all over the country. One of the girls is this very white young lady, uh-huh. blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, but she's from Hawaii, born and raised big uh, on Oahu, which is uh, the most commercialized island out that way. Okay. <laughs> so she's there. She's got her puka shell necklace. She's in her surfer gear. Okay. Billabong was a huge sponsor for surfing right. at the time. Of course. And she's in literal tears. Okay. Just just crying, bawling, talking about the bullying she receives at school. So we're like listening. And then she talks about how they're using a slur against her. And she says the slur is the word howly. So if you don't know what the word howly means, Mm -hmm. it just means foreigner. It literally means somebody without breath in (laughs) Hawaiian. It means like you don't understand the ways, but it makes you, it does make you an outsider when they call you that. Mm -hmm. It makes you sound like an other. For me, that term had never been associated with anything negative. My mother is Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. I have never been met with adversity for not being born and raised in Hawaii, but right. I'm also brown. So, you know, most Hawaiians are like, that's okay. You're good. You're fine. Mm-hmm. But they have a whole, there's a whole culture out there of, between locals and what they deem as Haoles or white people. Mm-hmm. And there's a clash, like as warm and welcoming as they're going to be, they still see you as a colonizer, as somebody who came in to take something that wasn't yours. And made sure it happened. Right. Generations on. So that so that stigma is still there. And she was just crying, bawling, crying. And when they ask her what the slur is, and she says, howly, it takes everything in me not to laugh in this poor child's face. Oh we are like God. 13, <laughs> 14. So I am biting my lip. Like, my eyes are watering up. And they're just thinking, like, oh, she's, like, in the moment. Girl, no. And I am trying not to full-on laugh. So that wasn't appropriate. Right. That was pretty bad. That was bad. So they so that was yeah, that was my story. That yeah. was that was pretty bad. It was <laughs> it was not good. No, it was, yeah. it was not good. It was interesting. Well, I laughed at a funeral. There you go. Okay. Um, there you go. This is the story. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was at this funeral with an ex of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, his cousin had died. Oh. And um, there was this. Um, well, she, there was this gentleman apparently that was very. Um, that was in the same group of people that had the same um, disease that was unfortunately, you know, killing a lot of people from, you know, young age. It was, what was, what was it called? Um, sickle cell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cell. I was like, what? You know, they, you know, they put you in a group once they find out you have sickle cell, like in the hospitals, if you're in like a certain area. Okay. And so they all kind of stay together. And uh, apparently he was like the last person in the group to be still alive. Because you know, normally they die oh. before 30. Wow, I did not know this. Yeah. Wow. So it's a really serious issue that afflicts. Well, I've never seen anyone that wasn't black that had sickle cell. Okay. Um, to be honest, because I guess the trait is in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she unfortunately had passed away um, and she was married. And um, she had this guy, this guy, he, you know, he had sickle cell too, but, she, you know, he's been wanting to find love. Okay. And so she was saying, oh, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to hook you up with this girl. And apparently she had hooked him up or gave this, his picture of this girl to him. And it was like, oh, give a good, here's her number. Give her a call. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, he would be talking to her for a while mm-hmm. so he came to the funeral like you know real sad about all of what was happening and then he you know he was asking the family well you know have you all heard of stephanie I, you know i was hoping she was gonna be here at the funeral to, to you know meet up mm-hmm. and you know everyone's kind of like what are you talking about <laughs> oh that was like yeah your cousin stephanie you know the that's who, you know, so-and-so had hooked me up with. Mm-hmm. This is her picture and everything. Mm-hmm. Girl, I saw the picture. It was a picture, a young picture of my ex's mother mm-hmm. when she was like 17. Oh, no. And when I say... <laughs> oh, no. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, she, you know, I don't think she was going to be able to make it. Oh, and I'm sitting over here cracking up because I was like, this girl got a joke from the grave. Oh, <laughs> that's messed up. And, and her husband, I, I went and showed him the picture and told him what was happening. And he bust out laughing too. He was like, man, he, she was like, she was trying to make him feel good. Mm-hmm. And so she would give him the, she gave him my number and he was calling that number to speak to her. Mm-hmm. And she would kind of change her voice up a little bit. That's messed up. I was like, oh, and he busted out laughing. That's messed up. Like, so I mean, it was messed up, but it was like it was it was such a sad time. But it was such that, okay. the, the fact that she left us that little joke, right on top of it. Yeah. It was so cute. It really was. I was like, <laughs> she's sitting here playing. The man came to the man came to the funeral to find the love of his life. <laughs> mind you, mind you, his my ex's mother has the picture in her hand and she trying to act like this ain't her. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I'm like, it's you. <laughs> oh no. 
That's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah, he was like, still was like, you know, because I'm like, he was like, I was wondering if, if this might have been, you know, somebody here because, mm-hmm. you know, the picture's older, but, she, you know, she had said it's just because, you know, it was stuck in an old frame. <laughs> the picture is from the 60s. Right. Like, right. It was crazy. It was no. Crazy. <laughs> no. So I was laughing, Uncle Chosen. That wow, that's a lot. That was a whole event. Okay. Yes. yes. Was, <laughs> I like. I can't even. Believe, can you believe that someone left a joke in the grave? No, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> they took their trolling that seriously to be like, no. Trust I, me. Th- th- and this is before trolling got like real serious. That's hilarious. I was like, oh my god, who does this? <laughs> who does this? <laughs> that is. That's a lot. It was a lot, but it was funny. No. Yeah. So do you have another one? I well, I have one, but it's not me. So it's like me adjacent. Okay. Yeah. So. Me. Well, no. <laughs> like, do I have another? No, I, no I, th- I think I have one that's for me. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was college. I was going into an admissions office. Uh, you know, you meet with a financial counselor, the whole, the whole shebang. Right. Whatever, whatever. My dad came with me at the time because it was a big deal and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So we're there, we're talking about the financial plan or whatnot, and they're telling us like, okay, so we can do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you want to pay this up front, then we can do this, this, and this, yada, yada, yada. Ooh. So they're telling okay. us the the fees and how much everything's going to cost. Mind you, this is a technical school. So I went to, I don't even know if this school is still around, but there was a school called Merritt College for medical skill, medical technicians, basically. Okay. You, you, can do, you can be a med tech, you could do medical billing, which is what I actually went to school for. Okay. And then there was another nursing program. Huh. So I was going in for that and they were telling the fees and whatnot. And so she said this fee that just sounded ridiculous to me. I don't understand why it was so much money. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, if you put this up front, then you only have to pay so much afterwards. And my dad was like, well, that sounds sensible. What do you think, Joe? And I was like, well, I guess I have to go back to the street corner. If that's <laughs> right. And I'm not, I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm just like, this sounds so ridiculous. I guess right. this is what the ladies just freezes like, because um, mind you, we're in California. We're the yeah. only black people she's probably ever seen the whole day. Right. And I'm, I'm cracking jokes about my dad pimping me out in the streets. Oh, no. But I didn't even put on any of that together. I just see <laughs> her face drop. She gets oh, even paler. And I see my dad slam his face into his hands. Oh, my God. And then goes, well, I guess we're just going to have to hike the price. Because that's my dad. Oh, He's no. He's going to continue the joke. And this poor lady was like, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then my dad laughing finally clued her in that we're not being serious. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. God. That, but I, what but the, the whole, heck? It, it didn't make any sense. Like, though, I didn't understand. Clash. <laughs> culture clashes. Major, major culture clashes. Oh, my God. And I didn't realize the significance of it until much, much later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. there you go. Accidental prostitution. So yeah, and 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 people not knowing how to decipher that. (laughs) That is so crazy. People are hilarious. She she was just very much like, should I do? I need to say something. She reminded me of of Frida from Insecure, like the well-meaning white woman. Oh, who tries to be very woke. But but this is my hate. Right. (laughs) That's (laughs) correct. When I. 
don't get it. Oh my god. Exactly. I'm like, she don't get it, but it's my hand. Right. Right. (laughs) It don't matter, girl. Exactly, exactly. Like the the me the well meaning is there, but missing everything completely. Right. Yep. Exactly. Well, so that the, was a fun warm up. <laughs> right. A yeah, fun, so messy warm up. When you're listening and you have a a crazy story that you did something absolutely inappropriate or you know not socially acceptable, please let us know because I would love to read that. <laughs> please so, let us know. Please tell Absolutely. us the things that you have done. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's pop on over to pop culture cul-de-sac. Sure, sure. Shit's going in a circle. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. So, like, I just want to, I just want to um, shout out the VMAs mm-hmm. for um, just being hilarious. Um <laughs> <laughs> What in the hell? Did you see any of the highlights from the VMA? No. Oh I heard my. people talk about it. I'm too old to watch it. I don't watch That's it. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> so everybody's like not listening to her when she says things like that. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it was so crazy. It was just... <laughs> it was crazy to me. Like, First of all, I'm so happy that Nicki Minaj um, fired her hair and makeup and stylist all okay. one time because, like, she literally looked like, I'm trying to think, um, you know, those, like, you know, the Chucky Bride, like, the big head, right? She was really looking crazy like that? And the real skinny body. No, but listen. And a real skinny body, right? Uh-huh. And then the veil that kind of covers over everything. Uh-huh. But that looks, that's what the her waist down looked like. Okay. <laughs> okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. she had this ridiculous butt. Uh-huh. And a nude um, a leotard. Okay. Right? With, like, then this see-through, like, oh, man. What, what's that terrible fabric that you have to wear underneath your dresses. Tool. Tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. basically had tool mm-hmm. come down over it. Interesting. Interesting. So you just see her butt and like the extreme difference between her butt cheek and her leg. Wow. So she looked like a P, like the letter. <laughs> uh, not like the letter. Oh, like no. the letter P. Oh, no. I mean, she's, her face is always cute. She's cute. Mm-hmm. But then the hair was, like, split like Wednesday. Oh, no. But it was, like, you know, Wednesday has a, a sense of fullness towards, like, the bottom of her ear. And then goes down into the right. you know, pigtails or whatever. No, it was just straight skinny, just all the way down with these weird bands. Oh, no. Looked, I mean, she looked wet. She looked wet. Okay, no. Like wax wet, though. Oh, no. That's what her hair. I mean, I, I mean the look was great. I mean, I just can't even believe it. So, luckily, she fired them, but she hired uh, a big YouTuber, uh, mm-hmm. Aaliyah J, as her new makeup artist. Yeah. So, I'm really happy about that. I mean, her life is now more amazing than anyone could have ever thought it would be. 
Mm-hmm. So shout out to Aaliyah J for just like YouTube can get you anywhere. Like I remember that... watching her with her, you know, color contact. Oh, okay. doing her thing, but now it's amazing. Like it really turned out really good. Uh, wow, that yeah. that is a come up. All right, uh, that's what I'm saying. YouTube to Nicki Minaj face and change it. Yes. I mean, I could already see the changes. Like I'm like, oh. <laughs> and maybe she just needs you know sometimes you just need another person there in your ear to be like girl mm-hmm. no just no don't do not do that don't say that mm-hmm. do any of those things so you know that's what was happening with that um, and then Insecure I've been Insecure, watching Insecure yeah Insecure is great yes um, it is. It's slow, starting off right now. I, I'm I'm hoping the next the, we're on episode four should be coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm hoping that that's gonna like pick it up a bit. And oh, it's coming on tonight, right? Yeah, it comes on tonight. Yeah, tonight. So you know, Monday, you guys can like talk about it and tell us how great it was. But yeah, <laughs> it's it, oh man, I have a problem with Molly and Issa's like financial dissidents. Like, I have an issue with how far apart they are. I don't don't know about anybody else, but, like, I don't know. I would feel some kind of way if, like, the specific scenes that really bothered me was, like, you'll see Issa, like, sleeping on the couch, you know, trying to take, you know, do a, be a Lyft driver Mm -hmm. and do those types of things. And then you cut to another scene and, you know, Molly is getting... Uh, rum punches brought to her on the beach with uh, Vacation Bay. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, it's not like it's not like to me that Issa is is like I don't know a welder or she has like a very specific job. Like she's a she works for a nonprofit, and I feel like Molly would be able to be like, oh, I got this other nonprofit that I represent here is here's this awesome marketing person that, you know, I'm going to shoot your way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't know. I just, I personally just would feel uncomfortable. Like, I can't have my best friend out here in the streets. Okay. Okay. Which I think is fair. Okay. But I, I also, I don't agree with Shay. So I have a different, <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I have a different feeling on it. Because I mean, for the, so we're in season three. Mm-hmm. This dissidence has has been here this entire time. Mm-hmm. It's and that, as a matter of fact, it probably has grown because she keeps going on about well, how she's gotten more money at the new job now too. Well, my well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's gotten so much more um, apparent, especially in her situation before. Like, yeah, there was a certain level of financial dissidence, but she was living with Lauren. She had a place. You know, it was a little different to me. And, you know, her job wasn't, it sucked, but it didn't suck as bad. Like, she was, this, she wasn't in the position she is in now in the third season. See, I was just, I mean, yes, she is definitely sleeping on Daniel's couch. But he's, but he's a boo thing and she, and she's made her way into his bed. Now, and then on top of that, just with this last episode, she now has her own spot. So, that's what I'm saying. Now she's good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it just kind of felt like she was scrapping and scraping, and her friend is out here living lavish. Well, I mean, so if you go back and watch the first few seasons, there were moments in there where Molly was like, I could hook you up, I could help you out, and every time 
Issa was like, nah, I got this, or nah, I'll figure it out, yada, yada, yada. And then when she finally broke up with, oh, what is his name? I can't even think Lawrence. of his name. Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> when, he, when she finally broke up with Lawrence, and she was asking her bestie for a spot, she was like, you know that we can't live together. So what... So all of that information gave me the idea that they've gone through something like this similarly, where they tried to create a living space for them to both cohabitate and it did not work. And they are strong enough in their friendship right now to know that they cannot handle each other living in their space right now. Okay. Not only that, but Isa is a hot mess. It's not like she's incapable. It's like, it's not like nothing is coming her way. She's refusing to jump on these opportunities because of one thing or another. So they can only do but so much. Even okay. her just checking in with Kelly. Like that whole scene with her checking she in with Kelly. For... She's been uh-uh. Right? Uh-uh. <laughs> right? Uh-uh. <laughs> with the finances and Kelly being mad surprised that she's able to stay at Daniel's and not do shit. She wasn't cleaning. She wasn't cooking. She was literally showing up, going to sleep, and that's it. But she didn't have to do anything. So they know that Issa is their mess friend. She's the friend that kind of just lives by the seat of her pants, but lands on her feet. They'll come together when they have to come together. But I feel like they know that any, any way they try to like help stabilize the mess that she's currently in is just going to blow back in their face. Okay. So they're waiting for her to figure it out. But Molly's also a mess. So, I mean, you know. Oh my god! And that's the beauty of their friendship. They're both messes in different ways. Yeah, I mean, she's a mess in her like personal life, but financially and professionally, I mean, homegirl is mm-hmm. she's nice. This last episode, uh, I would say that uh, Miss Molly is a mess professionally as well. Well, I mean, she's bougetta. She bu- <laughs> definitely bougetta. She's definitely like well. You know, at my other job. Right. Um, to be honest, I have a soft spot for that because I tend to do that sometimes. <laughs> I, I've actually had to catch myself doing that here because I'm like, this is just Maryland. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. so much like different. We did to things different there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I really gotta catch myself. <laughs> Because, you know, like, especially if you're used to a certain level of convenience, like, I, I went to an interview and they asked me to print out my resume and bring it with them. Uh-huh. What? Who does that anymore? <laughs> Why did you call me in here? Why did you call me in here? Didn't I send you my resume? Why am I having to run to FedEx? Because it's a test. No, that's dumb. I have that's never the- had, I haven't had to print out a resume. In years, <laughs> that's that's dumb. That, but some people are old fashioned, like they still have a fax machine. They, oh my god, they want you to email and print it, and they want the whole shebang, right? I'm like, I, I was like, I need to order my contacts. And I was like, Oh, you didn't even have to fax those, fax it over. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. So, maybe. And we should dive deeper into Insecure because it is doing really good. But yeah. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> and then my third point of the Kohler sack is uh, Aretha Franklin's home uh, going. Oh, yes. Now, uh, the Queen of Soul has passed on. She is now um, holding 
auditions for the Heavenly Saints uh, uh, choir. The Heavenly Saints. <laughs> okay. Right now, she's currently doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you make it there before anyone else, you know, you feel free to try it out. Right. Absolutely. And I heard she's uh, very serious. but yes unfortunately we we lost another legend um so shout out to her and everything that she has done yes her feminism everything her feminism her blackity blackness man yes she has supported so many people's careers like i was like what in the world yes some people i was like wow yes of course you would be here and then some people i was like Oh, okay, you're here. Right. <laughs> um, sorry to bring up Ariana Grande again, but I was I'm still kind of confused as to why she's here. And I'm I, I need yeah. to do some more research into like why. It very much gave me uh mean girls, that that whole part where the guy in the hoodie pops up and goes, She doesn't even go here. Right. And I was that's how I was feeling. Cause I mean we have a J Hood, we got Tasia, we got mm-hmm. the Clark sisters. I mean, what's going on? What's happening? The Clark sisters was nice, though. I'm not going to lie. What? I mean, and it was super church style. Like, like to me, when I watch, you know, because there's something about Hollywood funerals that mm-hmm. just captivate me. That just captivates you? <laughs> they do. Because you get to see a lot of these people in their most human forms. Right. Because one, they have to sit in these places for like four to six hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. True, true, true. So it's 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 just kind of amazing. I mean, and she had what, friggin' three presidents at her funeral. I mean, she, mm-hmm. this is a bad chick. It's been good. <laughs> three presidents at your funeral, bro? Exactly. And and the woman you feuded with, that is that's amazing. Oh, who? Patty LaBelle? Yes, Miss Patty. You know she's gonna be there. Did she right. sing? Wait, she, did she sing? She did. She sang. Yes. And okay. and she even said that she uh, that Aretha, she conceded that Aretha was one of the greatest. So I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Oh my Patty. Okay. She's she is panty. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. And Gladys was there. I love mm-hmm. her. I just love her. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like she would just be like, have the best advice. She'd give like the best hug. She does have that anti-appeal. Just like yes. her honey. <laughs> her eyeliner is always on point. True. True. I was like, man, her eyebrows look amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just the black glitterati it was just yes. beautiful to me like just just to not even the not even the the actual ceremony but just to see all those people in that room mm-hmm. you know True. it would be a horrible terrorist attack because like you would literally kill every good person would <laughs> <laughs> be horrible terrorist attack it would be oh my god that if would it- oh. If it was an attack, I'm sure they would be like, yes, we've got it secured. Why is Ariana Grande here? I don't know. What in the world? No shade to her, because she did kill it. That feel like a one. She did amazing. She, I mean, she did great. But she I did great. Like, I know a lot of people like, about her dress were up in arms. I didn't get it, but cool. That's fine. Yeah, well, you know, 
I I will be looking down. Uh, I'll be looking at the top of my glasses. Like, did you feel like this was a great time to wear that? I feel like it's a great dress. I wouldn't. I I I would not have worn that. I would not. <laughs> like I would not have chosen this. I don't know. I feel like they were like, we need to stay on your brand, but still be respectful. We're going to do a black number. Because well, she, she's a tiny human. She's a bitty human. Yes, and I've seen her wear longer dresses on her performance. Like, <laughs> like, she, like she wouldn't have, like, someone died at her um, concert in London, and mm-hmm. she did not wear that. Oh, when the, she went back the, to did her Yeah, her when tribute. she went back and did it. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but maybe maybe this is like one of those like it's up to the woman type deal. I don't know. I feel like it's a kind of a, a type of shaming to be like you should have covered your legs boy. I'm not I'm not listen. I'm not saying it. I'm what I'm saying it just looked like she don't have a whole lot of uh that she did the advice that she got. Okay. Was not from anybody in that culture. <laughs> Fair, yes, that was eloquently put. Yes, yes, that is fair. I feel like she did not the advice and the stylist and whoever did her up was not somebody <laughs> that is familiar with church. Culture, yes, that is fair. Particularly black church culture, African American <laughs> church culture. Because because you, you, you you if you if I if you had one person there to be like, listen. Mm-hmm. That's cute, and I think you should wear it for her. You know, for Aretha's like you know celebration uh, mm-hmm. portion in an award show. Mm-hmm. Amazing! Don't do that <laughs> <laughs> because even, I mean, really, Joe. I feel like even if you were there, you would have mm-hmm. been like, um, okay. It's cute, but you gonna have this. A lot of people <laughs> gonna have stuff to say. I mean, you going in a place with a whole bunch of old people. I, like, I'm just gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> well, but I mean, there was like there were the people that were actually there. That number was huge. So it makes me wonder though, like the people who didn't get the spotlight to uh-huh. stand on stage. I, I I find it hard to believe she was the only one to dress like this. Because I don't think she was the only young person to come through. No, I don't think she was the only. That's the thing. I don't. If she was just going to attend and have mm-hmm. to fine. I mean, I still would be like, girl, this is not. You know, this is a high-profile funeral, and it's very, very <laughs> black up in here at a black church. It's at at black church. Okay, mm-hmm. you already gonna get looked at because why are you here? <laughs> you're already gonna get looked at because why why yeah what's happening because we're, we're already confused about your presence <laughs> you know what i'm saying right i mean i see your point i see your point <laughs> i see i mean I, I see a lot of people's points a lot of people were like this this dress is is rather mini yes i i see where it's definitely coming from mm-hmm. but i also think that it was her freedom of choice i no, definitely would it, it, listen I'm not saying it's not. It's, it is her freedom. Right. <laughs> the, the thing is, it looks like you are unfamiliar with this culture. <laughs> she, and she is. And she is. You are extremely unfamiliar. 
And you're going to be confused when the backlash comes. And I, I, my thing is, as a as a person that would be around you, especially if you're gonna go into these black. I mean, you are you're. This is the blackest funeral. Like this funeral was blacker mm-hmm. than Whitney's and Coretta Scott King's. Okay. Really? Okay. <laughs> I, and, I, and I was like, I had to okay. sit and watch Coretta's. Uh huh. And Whitney's. I had to watch Coretta's for school because we were close. But this was what to me, cause cause Detroit black is a different type of black. Okay. Them people is different. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of woo. But also maybe that's the background, because you, you you know the culture. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I'm 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 just attributing it to her being a celebrity and being like, I'm gonna dress the way I wanna dress. Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, it could have gone the other way. It could have been a long black dress, but with, like, this crazy plunging neckline. And some, somebody would have had something to say. What? At, at whatever she chose, somebody would have had something to say. Right. But, like, like none of, unfortunately, like, people would have something to say. But this, but if she had a long dress, and even if it had a slit or whatever, mm-hmm. that would have been, that would have been something that you can, you know, defend. Okay. But, Unfortunately, this was one of the, this was on the other side of the spectrum, like, okay, girl. It just, it look, my thing is, it just looks obvious. You don't, you don't understand. (laughs) Well, I mean, to to her credit, I don't understand. Because, yeah, I mean, yes, it's a mini dress, but I didn't think it was that outlandish. I didn't think it was so. Did you show Calvin? Oh, no, I have not shown Calvin the dress. I would love to hear his. Because be, it could it could have been like a skin tight bodycon number, but it was at least like a de- nice designer mm-hmm. that, with like a sheath top situation, right? And it, it was a simple black short dress. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. In comparison to the the culture around it, who and, it was for the fact that people want to know why she was there, and she's a sing bender. She's a sing bender. She's a sing bender. She bends. Over closer to the mic, instead of bringing the mic closer to her, mm-hmm. she's not the person that brings the mic in her mouth. Mm-hmm. She's the one that slowly brings the mic further down to the ground <laughs> and follows it with her mouth. Right. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, we could be here all day about that. <laughs> let's move on to Tasia's shoes. Like, um, Tasia's shoes. I, I want to know how many of you guys think that Tasia should like wear shoes or not. <laughs> because homegirl is, is, I mean, she's constantly taking them off. They're just never on. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just there for the pictures and then she's taking them off. It's not, it felt like, a, I mean, you know, it's going to feel like a, like everyone is going for like, I'm trying to out sing. I'm trying to bring the queen up from the dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, type vibe going on. I'm like, she's she's not getting up. She's not. We don't have to do all of that, y'all. But it was really, really good. I mean, other than, uh, other than you know, all, of course, all the controversy behind, you know, Ariana Grande. I thought mm-hmm. it was beautiful. I think it was a great way for her to go out. Mm-hmm. My, I had some family members that were there at the um. The processional she had with all these old Chevys. Mm-hmm. 
driving oh, all Chevy's. through like eight miles and like you know deep Detroit mm-hmm. over where you know where she grew up and stuff. It was it was so good. <laughs> it was it was just uh, I was just like wow. We need to come together like this more often and not at just funerals. That's how I always feel like even with my own family. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like man, we got to come together outside of funerals, y'all. Yeah, yeah. It is nice to see everybody in one mm-hmm. space. That's true. So, shout my my last thing is shout out to the Queen of Soul. Yes. For touching so many hearts, including uh, Don Lemon, who was crying, so. Right, yes, girl. He was in tears. He was. He was definitely going through it. He was going through it. Yes. So having his own issues. True. 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 So let's segue over to curvy geeky fan girl after this. All right. Hey there, lovelies. This is Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl. And if you want more Curvy Geeky Fangirl, you can find me all over the place like Instagram, Twitter, my own podcast, fanbros.com, and of course, my website, curvygeekyfangirl.com. All right, so we are moving on to the Curvy Geeky Fangirl Corner. Woohoo! Woo, it's been a minute, but. Yes. I had to scrounge around for some stuff, but I found some stuff. Okay. It's quiet right now on the geek fronts. This is Are like they the on time vacation? Kind vacation? of. Like the, the TV shows, the films start to go on a lull because everybody's getting ready for fall previews. Okay. Fall previews are kicking off in another couple of weeks. So this is like the quiet in between. But some news still dropped in the meanwhile. I don't know how familiar y'all are with Comics Gate. Mm-mm. But so let me, let me fill you in. So Comicsgate basically was a group of really pissed off white men, per usual, who <laughs> were really mad about the diversification that was happening in the geek slash comic area of uh, of their little corner there. All of a sudden, people of color were showing up on their comic books. Oh, Women no. wanted like active roles and whatnot, and they were not. They were mad. They were upset that this was happening. They were seeing it in their video games. And their, the media they consumed, they weren't happy. And it got dirty. It got crazy and dirty really, really fast. A lot of this community is IT specific. So people knew how to hack and dox accounts. When you dox somebody's account, that's when you put all their private contact information for the world to see so that you could harass them in real life. Oh my God. It was, they were doing it to, they were singling out women writers uh people of color writers writing death threats for a lot of people uh the latest thing was there's there's a gentleman who is writing a comic i want to say for marvel uh basically talking about living on the border so board the border of the u.s into mexico okay and uh he's getting a lot of praise for it for bringing mm-hmm. this inter you know this perspective into the comic book industry mm-hmm. but these angry white men were like this is ridiculous not in trump's america and we're literally trying to dish out death threats about him showing up to conventions. Like, I think he was supposed to go to Dragon Con and he was supposed to go to a bunch of others. But now, you know, there's questions about security and yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. So it came back into the fray again because somebody, one of the comics gators, put out this post about how this one particular writer slash illustrator for comics would have been on their side. And I don't remember the comic book artist's name. I just remembered that he is dead. So yeah. they pulled like this archived interview 
uh, that he did this televised interview and cut a snippet that best fit their narrative. Yeah. But then the, his spouse put them on blast. So he's got a surviving widow mm-hmm. who is like, he would have thought all of you guys were crybabies. Mm-hmm. Please stop trying to use my husband's stuff. Thank you. Yeah. And her stepping up finally prompted much more prominent writers and voices in this industry to finally speak out about Comicsgate Ooh. and how ridiculous it is. Because it's been going on for like a good year, two years. And no one has said anything up until now. None of the higher ups until now. So that's so, bad too. It's bad, but it's, it's almost like better late than never to almost basically. Oh now they're saying something and we're starting to see more movement in that arena finally mm-hmm. so so that kind of kind of came back into the fray some people feel very targeted because they were so hardcore about comics gate and now their favorites are like oh no we don't agree with you you're an idiot one of the writers went on this full tangent like he just went on like a cussing spree about how stupid everybody was it got really interesting so mm. if you want to look into that hashtag comics gate it will come right the heck up hashtag geeks is crazy it's craziness it's all it's just all over the place uh what else is happening so in in the black geek news tessa Mm -hmm. thompson yeah becoming one of my favorite black geeks in the world she's everywhere she's amazing she's going to be the voice of lady and the live action movie lady and the tramp yay excited but also why do we have a live action version of lady of the tramp why i don't don't understand how you're gonna do lady of the tramp was one of the boringest disney movies and one of the most racist there's a whole song about being siamese if you please yeah set up and they talk about the orient which is not a place so okay and also if you want to talk about diversity like None. So I mean, well, I'm just mad that she got to be a dog. She is. She's gonna have to play like a live cocker spaniel. So I'm very confused. I don't know why they're picking these stupid. They need to pick. <laughs> what, what needs to be the next live action? A uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying out for Lawrence Frodo. You try out for yourself. <laughs> A baby, a monster. I, want, I just want to be a, a white evil man. Right? I mean, that that is the dream, but. Yes, Jafar adjacent. Jafar adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Jafar. Well, that's, that's the other live action. Aladdin is still on the on the docket. I'm We're trying to a live go, action move on. Jafar. I just want to be. I, I'm just hoping Jafar is brown because most of their hirings. For this Arabian based. Oh my film. God. Is Jasmine White? She's played by a half white, half, uh, I can't think of the country that's in India, but she's from. But yeah, but she's very, she's basically white. She's very Eurocentric, and people are like, what is happening? What is going on? If, so, they, have, if they don't hire anybody, anybody lighter than Zoe Saldana to play Zelda, <laughs> right. live action version. Of, um, of Hunchback of Notre Dame, I'm I'm kicking shit. I would be very interested as to how they were going to do that for her because Gypsy is a slur, as we've come to learn. Yeah, and they're gonna have to use it. They right, right. But it would it would it will be interesting. It'll be interesting. 
if they do it. But but, but yeah, so Tessa Thompson, uh, still getting this work in, still getting that Disney money. Mm-hmm. Marvel side, and now trying to do it through the classics. Good girl. Get your money. Uh, what else? Oh, there was a lot of black girl magic for me. This one's for me. This black girl magic that was happening mm-hmm. on Twitter. Cree Summer, who is my spirit person. Oh, I love her. That yes. interview, she talked about her smoking cigarettes. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, um... Uh, people always ask me about my voice. Right? How do I protect it? And I'm just like, girl, I smoke like two bags a day. And so luckily all of the all of my characters sound like, you know, right? Like chain right. smokers. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> With this nasty voice. I was like, she's high. <laughs> and she was like, and I'm not stopping. And she'll tell you, yes, I smoke weed uh, regularly. So yeah. she is, but I love her so much. She is my spirit person. God, I hope she doesn't die from that shit. Right? But her and my other spirit person, Rachel True, who you might remember as Mona from Half and Half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's... Bu- I feel, they, they look like they're related. I thought they were related. Right? Well, that, so, and Lisa Bonet. Like, the, that's the trio for me. Yeah. That's my, that's my Black Girl Magic trio. Mm-hmm. They're all weird Black girls. And that that's so wonderful. When you're a weird Black girl, to have yeah. people that look like you, like, doing these weird things. Yeah. So, uh, they put her, apparently, Cree Summer and Rachel True are working on a project together. Mm-hmm. But they haven't dropped what it is yet. But the picture... They were like black magic at its at its you know doing its best. And I was like, yes, it is. It's doing the greatest. I love it mm. so much. It's doing great things. They're both weirdos. They're both into magic. Rachel True was in one of my favorite movies coming up in the '90s called The Craft. She was the only person of color who I've ever seen in any kind of like fantastical film like that. Mm-hmm. Usually, if you're a black person in in the magic realm, you're dead. You're dead. You're just dead. Well, or a what ghost. about, um, what's his name? Was it Neville Applebottom? What was his name? Neville Applebottom? Who? <laughs> what's his name? Neville? <laughs> who, was his, uh, uh, who, who was the guy? The guy from uh, Get Away With Murder. Okay. Oh, oh, he was in Harry Potter, but he wasn't Neville. He played a character called Dean. And Dean, Dean had barely any speaking lines. Okay. But he was there. He was there, though. You're right. Give him his props. He was a character called Dean. Did you even know Dean was supposed to be an American? Probably really? didn't even know that. Yep. How he was supposed keep to... getting American roles and he's whole Britain. They filmed everything in Britain. But he also didn't get any lines. So you would never know he could speak. Yeah. So. Okay. But yes, he was. He was in Harry Potter. But I mean like actual speaking, integral to the story plot role. Rachel True's character was a literal black witch. And I had never seen that. And it took... Oh, another 20 years before I saw it again. And that because was Because through... black people aren't witches. Right. <laughs> when God is... <laughs> right. Leave that to the Leave it to the Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see it again until... Uh, what is her name? Gabberdays? I don't know. Yeah, Gabby Siberday? Gabby What is her name? She played Precious. Oh, yeah. Gabriel. Okay. Yes, Gary Sir. She she also played a black witch. I, it was like another twenty plus years till I saw that in Coven, and that was done by what's his face Ryan Murphy's show, which is also coming back. And then up until very very recently, when we got Fiji, who was another black witch in a show Are called you talking about uh, American Midnight Horror Texas. Story? Yeah, American Horror Story. Oh, what you call is a witch in that? It's like the head witch. She's like the head witch in charge. Jessica Lange. No, the other one. 
Angela Bassett. She was not the head witch in charge. So she played a voodoo priestess. She played oh. she played Marie Laveau. Oh yeah, okay. And she played a villain. I mean, yes, she killed it. Like we don't, we don't part. do that witch thing. We do voodoo. Apparently, <laughs> that's it. You you are you can be both. But Gabby's character was a full on witch. They had her be a descendant of I'm going to get real geeky on you. So there, there's the story of a black witch uh, who was one of the first people to die during the Salem witch trials. And she was supposed to be the descendant of that woman. Oh. So. No, and that, that's a witch. Facts. Right? There you go. History facts, yo. So there you go. So, but yeah. But, but seeing, like, people of color in that type of, like, magical space, rare. And these two women kind of they kind of created that and they embody it in their real lives. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, she's low-key a real witch. Right? They both are. <laughs> so Rachel True is about to drop a book about tarot cards because she's into that part of the mysticism and the spirituality. And yeah. Cree Summer has not kept it a secret that she's open to all things. So, Yeah, I know. Right? And they're right up there with Lisa Bonet. Like every so often, Cree Summer will post a picture of her and Lisa Bonet together talking yeah. about how they're sisters. I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. And Amanda oh, Seals. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. She's but different, though. She's real different from that. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> she definitely is. She's, like, more into the world. They're like, I am not of this world. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. They very much are. Very, very true. But, yeah. So, that was, that was my own little shout-out to me. And then it led into the latest witch TV show that's supposed to be coming out. Do you remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. They are remaking it. Well, sort of. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is based on an Archie character. And there's a whole storyline in Archie called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That was actually really, really good, but really, really effing scary. Like, they got real dark with it. She was literally using her magic, usually in most of her comic books and even the TV series. If she uses her magic, it's for cutesy stuff, like outfit for the day do the chores kind of feel but in the chilling adventures of sabrina we're dealing with murders okay sometimes rapes like it gets real dark real fast and netflix picked up the series pilot for it it was supposed to be for the cw netflix snatched it up you said thank god oh god netflix snatched it up that's where shows go to die (laughs) right well i don't know black lightning's killing it on cw they're doing their thing thank you so, but yeah, so they're going to be launching that on the 26th of October. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. And also, we're going to get a DC streaming service that I'm not excited about at all. Whoa. But that's coming out even sooner, September 15th. Why are you not excited about it? Because it's going to be late. So DC Comics <laughs> has come out and, and they're doing their own streaming service. Kudos to them because Marvel hasn't done their own streaming service because they're owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. but they're like this is going to be our platform to put out new tv shows new specials new all kinds of stuff that we're going to tie into our films and the current animated series we've got out everywhere else as well as the books the previews for the tv shows that they have been talking about don't look great they look campy as hell and dc supposed to be the darker the darker edgier it's supposed to be darker and of- edgier than marvel yeah they're supposed to be like a long way to go brother yeah, they're like, when we kill characters, they stay dead. No, no, they don't. They come right back alive. So, I mean, I mean my thing is, that's, that's what makes it creepy. See, they see they already starting off wrong. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, there's promise there. If they actually create some, like, adult-oriented content, because the, the 
demand is there. Mm-hmm. Adults want to see this stuff too. We have the money. We're going to shell it out. Mm-hmm. Then perfect. The, they did a, a preview, like a trailer for Titans, which is a spinoff of Teen Titans, which is a whole story about a bunch of sidekick characters who kind of get together to make their own superhero league. Mm-hmm. So it's like Robin and Raven and usually Cyborg and a character called Starfire and a character called Beast Boy. But in Titans, they don't have Cyborg attached to it. So a lot of longtime fans are like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And the ages of their characters, usually they're all the same age. Usually they're teenagers. Uh-huh. And in Titans, you've got some grown-ass adults and then some little kids and then some in-betweens. And you're like, and there's cussing for no yes. reason. You, you got a whole part where Robin's like, fuck Batman. And we're like, where is this coming? It just comes out of left field. And it's like, it feels yes. like when you first learn how to cuss, and you just put it in everything. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. It feels like an eighth grader who just figured out he could say this without getting caught. And is now doing it. And I think that's always a good thing. <laughs> right? That's be, that's uh, true. I mean, the promise is there. There's, there's going to be the return of some very favorite animated series for a lot of us who were fans of like uh, just Young Justice League is one of the series, which was a really good series they had that got kicked off the air, but they're mm-hmm. trying to bring it back. So there's promise there, but I'm not going to hold up a lot of hope for it because it's, it's still DC and they're still trying to play catch up right now right. and they're losing. So, but it's going to drop soon, September 15th. If you want to pay $8.99 a month or $75 for the whole year, have fun. (laughs) You won't be participating. I'm going to wait for somebody to to buy it and then ask for that password. That's going to be the deal. You buy Netflix. Exactly. Or or do the trial. See if they got a 30-day trial. Mm Mm-hmm. You can ease your way in and then be like, eh, no. Because with, with streaming services, you have to have steady content. Right. This is going to be a brand new streaming service with limited content. Okay. I mean, I'm a fan of Kevin Smith, but I want to watch hour after hour of him talking about his favorite comics. I mean, that's cool. But I'm not going to pay $8.99 to just watch that over yeah. and over and over. I'm not doing that. I'm also spoiled now. So if I'm watching a streaming service, I want to binge watch a series. I'm not going to tune in every Tuesday for yeah. one episode. On a streaming service. On a streaming platform. No, thank you. A dedicated streaming platform. No. No, no, no. no. It's got to be binge worthy or why am I paying this? I could yeah. just watch cable. So, Right, exactly. So that's how I feel about all of that. And that's all that's really happening in the Curvy Geeky Fangirl Corner. Oh, one more thing. Fan Bros has changed their name to For All Nerds mm-hmm. instead. It's always been a part of the Fan Bros diaspora, I want to say. Yeah, diaspora. It's always mm-hmm. been a part of that. That's what fan actually stood for was For All Nerds. Right. But they finally made the jump. They got rid of the bros part of it, thankfully. Apparently, there was some some questions and some people had some problems with it being called, you know, fan bros. There's a lot of bro-isms that aren't, you know, complimentary. Mm -hmm. So they got rid of it. It's now called For All Nerds. Your girl is still a contributor. I just put out a Disney villain set. The site isn't up yet, but my set is live on the old fan bros platform. So fanbros.com and it will be live on For All Nerds whenever they launch that. Yeah. So that is still happening. 
but outside of that, yep, that's pretty much it. That is pretty much it. So that's the latest and greatest for the Kirby Geeky Fangirl side. Woo-hoo. We will be jumping into our Unpack This right after this. Hey. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. We made it deliciously just for you. Mm-hmm. So please follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website, thepocpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, we're gonna Woo-hoo. be moving into the unpack this section. Segment, yes, section? the yes. segment of unpacking things that are going on. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. And this week's topic is about the big move, the big move, the big the transition. Yeah, where, when, and wherever that might be. Exactly. Exactly. Shay has just done one. I have done one. It comes yeah. in everybody's life at some moments. Mm-hmm. What they're going to do, what the next step is going to be. Right. And how well they're going to be able to cope with that next step. I'm still in the midst of coping. <laughs> I'm still in the midst of coping right now. Right. So, um, for me, my new move is right now. Yes. Um, I recently moved from the D.C. Maryland area all the way down to here to good old Tin Lossie. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were, why, why are you doing this? And I'm like, for love, for love, for love, like a '90s R&B song, yes. yeah, or or Legally Blonde the musical. Oh really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let us not forget who we are talking to. That's right. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Um, so it, it's been a really big transition. One, I, I really had these high expectations mm-hmm. of like, I saved a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. my pool, I'm about to move everything down here, apartment's going to be lit, right. I'm to have, <laughs> you know, my Macy's furniture all in mm-hmm. furniture and up the place, making the place look like, you know, the place to be, mm-hmm. none of that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was quickly slapped in the face by the erroneous prices of moving. <laughs> yes. Uh, when Especially when you're moving out of state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have like well over $1,000 carved out. Outside of like you waiting on getting a job and mm-hmm. that money uh, and whatever else might come up with that. So I would say you need at least oh, 2500 in the bank. Right? That's like minimum. Yes. Yeah, minimum, minimum. Right. That's just to live. Which is crazy. It's crazy. Um, So I would just, you know, I end up just having to take all of what I can and stuff it in my car and me and my fiance just roll down. Mm -hmm. And so it's been um, a journey. It's been something that um, has grown me in several different ways so what were some of like the biggest aspirations you had and what were the realities that you my had biggest aspiration was having all of my furniture and all your furniture <laughs> like, I, I wanted my big beautiful queen size bed and Having all of my, you know, equipment, everything, like, that was really important to me. Okay. To really be humbled in this way. (laughs) (laughs) The stark reality there. It's really tough. Aww. You know, but it's working. It's good. 
Okay. Um, you know, I'll send for that stuff to come back down at a later time. Has there been any pleasant surprises? Yeah, absolutely. Well, mainly with my the agency situation mm-hmm. turned out pleasantly. Um, as far as being able to really get, I, I I've never gotten representation within a week. That's great. <laughs> yeah, or at least the offer of representation. So I'm super happy about that. Like, yes. Um. And overwhelming offers, right? Overwhelming. She's being flooded right now. She's I'm being, being flooded, flooded with offers. Things. So I'm really excited about, you know, what all of this actually means mm-hmm. going forward. Um, cool. So, uh, you know, and also just getting my hair done in the South. I never, I never doubted it because getting your <laughs> hair done... <laughs> As a black woman is always far more affordable, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like you know everything. People should look real good here because mm-hmm. everything is so cheap. Well, they're also living at a different price point. So. They are living at a different <laughs> price point, and and that's the thing. Like I have been having to really negotiate like pay scales. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sorry, you interested in working here? Um, okay, yeah, it's gonna be fifteen an hour. <laughs> excuse, excuse me, right. me. Yeah, ain't making these like, DMV prices anymore. I'm like, well, did you get a? Uh, did you were you able to take a gander at my resume because it clearly says that a master's degree is what I've achieved, <laughs> right? And, uh, I, I, I just, I won't stand for. Right. I won't stand for it. Mm-hmm. I can't stand for it. I, mean, I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm also not coming at you with no experience. Right. So, so a hard pass. Right. Um, you know, really uh, having a hard time with like negotiating salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people kind of looking at me like, girl, what? Mm-hmm. You know, but you, you know, you got to know what what your worth is because I'm like if I'm making that if I'm making fifteen dollars an hour I'll go serve. Right. (laughs) Right. I can make more than that. Right. In a busy area. True. Mm -mm. That is true. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the rea the realities of unfortunately the harsh realities of moving. Right. And then what it's like to actually be in that place. Mm-hmm. with the new culture that you're around yeah right. yeah yeah so i went through something similar i made my big move for love mm-hmm. yeah for love. right look uh, at us looking all this feminism out here <laughs> we still running behind niggas. Okay. right right like what what it's kind of world. but uh i was definitely much younger uh i was fresh I want to say, yeah, I was fresh out of a program. I had like just finished high school not too long ago, fresh out of another program for college. Mm-hmm. I had no plan. So unlike Shay, I wasn't like, ooh, I'm going to save and then do this. I was like, I'll just do this on Tuesday. <laughs> I threw everything I had into a Toyota Corolla from 2002. Oh, I have uh, See? <laughs> it, it surprisingly fits a lot more than you think. Yep. See that? See the similarities? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I stuffed it as as tight as I could to come over to be with my man, as you know. Yeah. But I didn't have any 
uh, any expectations for furniture? I fully expect us to be sleeping on the floor with uh, blankets and pillows. Right. And I was pleasantly surprised that his family intervened and was like, oh, no, child, we need for you need furniture. We're going to get you furniture. That's beautiful. And do that. So that that was wonderful. They came and they actually uh, gave furniture to my husband. Our first bed came from his aunts. Mm-hmm. We had like our first full set. Nice. So, and our little teeny tiny one bedroom apartment. Right. I would say the harshest reality for me at that time was rent being a thing. Yeah. And having it be in the thousands because we were staying in Alexandria. Ooh. Ew, it was ridiculous. And, and being alone for the first time because I was so used to having family around me all the time. Right. All the time. And now it was just me. And uh, to be honest, I'm still trying to figure out what that's like. <laughs> like how to, yeah. how to navigate without having all that backup anymore. Right. was one of the biggest things for me to, to figure out and get over. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. That's kind of how I feel here. I don't. I'm still maneuvering like Mm -hmm. it's I don't like I have some family but they live a little further down the road Mm -hmm. um and they're busy right yeah and so like it's just literally me uh my fiance works a lot and so it's Mm -hmm. literally just me I'm I'm cleaning like nonstop. like any little thing to wipe down mm-hmm. so the place is i mean one upside the place is spotless spotless <laughs> there is no front we have huge televisions no furniture mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> but it comes with time it, it comes, comes with time, with time. But I have a I have a dope lighting kit and a Yay. job. <laughs> yeah, see, perfect for the videos we're going to be seeing. Right, exactly. See, mm-hmm. but honestly, I think this is a blessing in disguise for Shay. I think this is finally giving her the opportunity and almost like forcing her hand to finally yes. put those videos out for this right. YouTube channel uh, that I have been waiting on uh, uh, since becoming friends with her. So. <laughs> I mean, my demand at least is there, but you yeah. know, yeah. it's nice to see, but yeah, just make it, just making the decision to be like, I'm going to change everything. Right. And is it going to be worth it? And then you're not really knowing if that payoff is going to be worth it until right. way, way, way down the line. Exactly. You have no idea. Exactly. It's, it's it can be overwhelming, but it's also exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. Yes. And it sounds like you're starting to flourish. The authors are coming in. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. (laughs) I am attempting to elevate my mind. (laughs) Yes. Elevate, expand all of the things, the growth. But one thing I can say, I'm very happy I did this at this age because um I feel like I would have fallen to pieces if I was even oh. freaking two years younger. Like, yeah, or I would have just chickened out all all around and not did it. <laughs> right. True. So, true. 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 Um, I feel like, um, you know, my timing, mm-hmm. the universe's timing was amazing. Yeah, the path opened when it should, so that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. That turned out really good. So. Man, you're thinking about moving. Get one, get your money up, shout <laughs> Right, get to get that money so up. Money up, shout yes. mm-hmm. Like, especially if you're if you're living on your own, 
that's even girl stay as long as you like in your mama house because like, <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp yeah it's hard yeah. with two people together like oh yeah seriously um but if you do decide on moving you know i would always say my my top three tips is you know say that money have mm-hmm. have have a, at least a month or two's rent if mm-hmm. you can get if you at least one month rent you know mm-hmm. enough for your move and mm-hmm. enough money because you don't know if you're gonna get the job or the job that you have is gonna hold or whatever have some money for food and gas oh yeah don't yeah. give nobody your last you don't have to move everything at one time mm-hmm. luckily if you have you know your parent or something mm-hmm. like that they're cool with holding some of your stuff just go and you know always have enough underwear yes <laughs> yes make sure <laughs> Do those like, laundries yeah. before you leave. Don't be, don't be afraid. Um, yeah, number two, don't be afraid. Uh, and three, like trust yourself. Like, yeah, people don't have no idea the human spirit, how much drive you have to serve. Mm-hmm. I, like, know this, but mm-hmm. it, it's uh, it's really amazing. Like, yes. Like and and that's without any like super big skills or anything like that. Even if you have a degree, don't have a degree, don't have, you know, like the will to survive. You will see yourself like you have never saw yourself <laughs> when you move out that comfort zone. Yeah, and stretch those wings, baby. I agree. I'm I'm gonna make that my number one tip. Definitely yeah. trust your gut. Your gut is very rarely gonna steer you wrong. Right. And and doing a big move is definitely gonna test your trust with your guts. Right. But it will pay off. It will pay off. Mm-hmm. Definitely trust it because you know what's best for you. You know what's gonna help you grow. It's gonna be scary. It's really, but it's worth it. Yeah, but it is definitely worth it. I would say get your money together. I definitely did not have my money together, (laughs) but I was moving with somebody who had their money together. Right. So it was okay, and it was a steady government paycheck. So we're like, okay, cool. Thank you. Yes, uniform services. I appreciate you. So yes, Mm -hmm. that. And I would also say, uh, take your time. Be patient with settling in when you do do your move because you could go in thinking that okay we're gonna do this bam 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 and then you get there and none of that is happening like none none of the actions that you like you said absolutely have, no. right. <laughs> right. Nothing. right on the career front or maybe like the the community front you're like i'm gonna integrate myself with these people or whatever whatever it may not pop off the way you intended or even the plan that you had may go completely astray Mm-hmm. but it's all part of the experience of bouncing back and figuring out what else is going to work. And you never know when it's a blessing in disguise. Yes. So, you know, that's, very true. that's what I would say. Oh, that's really good. One. Yeah. You never know if it's a blessing in disguise. Exactly. You never know. So if you're on the verge of it, man, Pray mm-hmm. about it or think about it hard. Go over with some of your family. But then ultimately, trust you. Yeah. You know. You already know. Right. You do. You already know whether or not this is worth it. 
And I mean, at the very least, if it ends up, if you make this big leap and you find out that this is not what you wanted, then at least you got to that point to see mm-hmm. at the very least. And right. for, for some of us, we still have family to go back to. So like if it, right. they don't work out, you can still go home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you make that leap and you don't have that, that backup, you never know what you're going to find right. in your new home. Exactly. So. Exactly. You never know what you're actually going to exactly but yeah that, that's all the points I got for our little unpack this on this section yes do you want to move on to the ratchetness yeah <laughs> let's move into the ratchetness of reddit of reddit <laughs> I found some fantastic ones in the relationship side of oh. reddit oh honey let's get to it they're always interesting shout out to reddit for bringing the ratchetness and welcoming it with open yeah. arms they're like yes go ahead and put all this on here we will gladly talk with you about it yes absolutely so, as per usual, I have chosen the topics with mm-hmm. Shay. All she knows is the titles. She does not know the stories. No, I do topics. not know the stories. <laughs> so, it will be a fresh perspective. Right. With its craziness. So, do you want to do, is this a nice gesture or creepy first? Or do you want to do the, the girl I've dated for six weeks is dating three other guys? Let's check out what the creep talking about. Okay, so the give him a smooth hell yeah, right? (laughs) Right. So the the question (laughs) is, uh, it's actually I don't know if it's from a guy or a girl, but it states, uh, "Is this creepy or nice?" So I met a guy online when we had our first date, which went great. During Mm -hmm. our date, the guy mentioned that his birthday was coming up. We're meeting up again before his birthday, and I want to do something nice for him because you only turned 30 once, but I didn't want it to come off as creepy. I told him that I like to bake, so I was thinking of baking him a mini cake and giving it to him for our second date. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Should I take a different route? What? That's not creepy. Right? It's real innocent, but she's wondering. But I can also see, like, they, it, so it'll be a total of two dates. Okay. And so she's wondering if, if if trying to celebrate his birthday with him is doing too much or like, will it make him be like, what is happening well, or not? This is a good experiment. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, you do it and you guys get to share cake. And then if he's like totally seems not into it, then you get to have a cake by yourself. Agreed. But the I also is good. I feel like he's expecting something because he wouldn't have told you his birthday was coming up. Right. If he didn't want you to do stuff, if he didn't want you to know that it was coming up, mm-hmm. he could have just kept that itch to himself and just kept it moving. But he told you. So I don't think there's any problem in doing something little for him mm-hmm. just to say, hey, my question is, is it worth him getting a mini cake? Are we at that stage? Is the sex good? Don't be giving out baked goods <laughs> if it's not going to be worth it. Because baked goods are serious. I take baked yeah. goods very seriously. That's like, let me meet your mama. Exactly. It's, it's on that level. If I'm putting extra effort like this into it. So, yeah. Is it worth it? Will you be getting birthday sex? Is that a song? I feel like that's a song. It is. Okay. Yes. It's by Jeremiah. There you go. His whack ass. Jeremiah. That Tiana Taylor thing was crazy. I laughed wholeheartedly when mm-hmm. she took over his tour and they rebranded it. Hilarious. That's bomb. <laughs> talk about speaking it into existence that's and then it happened <laughs> that's what I'm talking about what, what? 
Nobody's coming to see him anyway. Not, but just for everybody to, to drop him and be like, no, you're right. Let's go. Let's go ahead, Miss Tiana. And we're going to finish this. Yes. You, we, oh, oh, no. We yes, just no. spent millions of dollars on Jeremiah as the lead. We will mm-hmm. gladly switch it over to you. Like, we sure will. We sure will. Dead. Dead. Hilarious. Like, that, that's got to be a blow to Jeremiah. But everybody was just like, nah, yeah, fuck you, nigga. We don't care. So let's go ahead, Miss mm-hmm. Tiana. We're going to do this. <laughs> that's got to be a blow. Damn. <laughs> so. A blow. But yeah. So yeah. So that was a nice little innocent one. All right. And on to the messier one. Yes. So the title is Girl I've Dated for Six Weeks is Multi-Dating Three Guys. Text Convo included which is an extra level of petty so here we go what so this is from a guy so this guy says um that the woman he's been dating for about six weeks uh got really mad and apprehensive when he told her uh he'd appreciated it he would have appreciated it if she had told him that she was dating other people in the beginning he gives a backstory he met this girl at the mall a pause who meets people at the mall I'm just going to put that out there. Babysitter's Club. I, right? The 80s. The 80s mm-hmm. meet people at the mall. Yeah. So he met this girl at the mall a little more than a month ago. Went up, he just went up to her and said hi, apparently. And that was enough. They have gone out every two days since. And he thought they had something special going on. Recently, uh, she was messaging someone. And there were a few hearts and a picture of a different guy in the text somehow he's seeing this in which she responded also with a heart he casually asked if she's messaging friends i don't know how he's seeing the messaging and she apparently answered no just someone i'm dating okay after (laughs) after she tells him this she also tells him there's two other people that she's seeing he calmly tells her that if she had told him this in the beginning he would have appreciated it but apparently she got very upset she accused him of being very a controlling freak and that this is how relationships are. And then he put in quotation marks, the B said, I need to be in 2018. She, oh. <laughs> he put the B, like the and then the letter B. Oh. She was dating others while in a relationship before. She said she was not going to settle and is just looking out for herself. Truth, sis. Tell him all of this. Yes. Yeah. I got up told her to have a good one and left on my way out she tried to stop me and said i need to think it through because i won't get another chance <laughs> uh and he told her to keep it and then she texted him something and he put a, he, he connected an image and the image for sure shows a text message and it it's who who is okay so i'm a, so it's titled nas and i'm so i'm assuming the girl is nas and the whole text message just goes on and on about like uh basically her asking him what his problem is. Like why can't why can't she okay. be looking out for herself and dating other people? And he's like, I'm not wasting any time. I'm leaving. And she's like, like let, let's discuss it a little bit more. Why are you being such a drama queen? And he's like, nah, I'm done. Type of thing. Back and forth. And then after the text, apparently she continued to try to call him, which he declined. And he's he ends it with, "Fuck that noise." So, (laughs) so that is what we're left with. And this person is wondering, like, I mean, yes, they ended it, but he wants 
he wants the validation that he was in the right to end it the way that he did. Um, okay, you want to go first, sir? Oh, sure. Um, I am biased. I am fully on the girl's side. Okay. Nowhere in nowhere in this context that he just gave did she say, and we are monogamous also. Okay. It's been, you just said it's been a little over a month. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't your first question after you guys started dating, are you seeing other people? It was my question. Like, why, why guess, wouldn't you I propose I, that? I, well, I can understand him because I guess I don't typically ask that. Are you seeing other people? I don't even think that. I always think that I am the only one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because why not? Um, but I also I think feel like that's. I feel like that's one of those things that. Mm-hmm. Um. If if that's your stance, mm-hmm. and you know, and this is your mantra because you believe it's 2018, I feel like you should stay in your stand in your truth and tell him that before he gets started. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for you to be like, oh, oh, or even if you say, oh, not just oh, that's the guy I'm dating. Uh, oh yes, I am dating other people. Um. I don't know. Are you okay with that? If, if you're not, like, let's talk about it. Or if you want to not go forward from here on out, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to give somebody a choice. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's never okay to to not to kind of take that decision making capabilities away from someone or or shame them for the decision that they made. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like she's kind of her her uh, about how he. I don't know exactly what she said, but he's saying that she was like, you know, it's 2018. That's something you should, ex- you know, pretty much expect. It's mm-hmm. not a response. I would, I would think is something that I would hear from someone that is honestly trying to give someone that choice. I okay. think she's perpetuating like, of course you should be thinking about that. I mean, it's 2018. What's wrong with you? You're so weird. Like, mm-hmm. And kind of shame him into not, you know, like, I don't want to be in that kind of, I would like to be dating someone that me and them are just dating each other. Which is, which is fine. Yeah. My question is, when did this conversation take place? He says they've been dating for six weeks, mm-hmm. six of them, right. six of those weeks. And he met her at the mall. Mm-hmm. There was never a conversation of, are we in a serious mode here of yeah. expectations of any kind? He never was like, listen, well, I, yeah, okay, I think this that, would be a serious thing. Right. Well, maybe he, yes. I would, and I would say that's, that was where he made a mistake. I would say that he should have definitely, you know, probably solidified that immediately. And then once or her, you know, both mm-hmm. of them should have really said something, not just him. Mm-hmm. I think, I think either one of them should have been like, hey, so we are not exclusive right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that should have been a conversation. But once it's found out that you are the one that's not exclusive right now, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't shame the other person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and, and that's what I feel like. That's the, and then, and then she's still texting him after he left. That, that's my thing. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. texting you after I left. If I don't care, if I don't care, and I don't want to, and and you're—that's my thing. Like, if if I don't care and I want to de- deal with life like this, I'm not trying to convince you. I'll just mm-hmm. go get me another dude today. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so this kind of, that kind of attitude makes me feel like this is something that she do on a regular basis. So the other dudes probably think it's just him or, you know, them two together. Oh, you don't think she's being honest with her other partners? Yeah, I don't think okay. she's being Yeah, because now you running out like well I mean what's wrong with you but like let's talk about it like what's Mm -hmm. the real problem like Mm -hmm. why are you doing that he's not he's obviously not into that kind of thing and you should be like okay I'm not I'm not gonna try to commit that's like this whole concept of I I, and I hate when people do this to a lot of people in that in this community Mm -hmm. people are like oh he's trying to make me gay you what know, you know that whole concept of like you trying to t- I'm gonna turn her out I'm turning you know no give people the the choice if they if they want to do that if they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. you know don't just spring that up on them and then be looking at them like what's wrong with you you're not with it I'm confused what when what what, what, what is what is the situation where you can turn somebody gay right that's what I'm trying to people listen when I was in school mm-hmm. this actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. This girl um, was actually in eighth grade in basketball. Eighth grade? Was, yeah. Eighth grade? Whoa. Yes. Yes. I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm showering. Mm-hmm. And this girl named, let's call her Nikki. Okay. She popped up. Uh, I'm showering. She opens the shower curtain. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I'm showering, Nikki. What, what what you need, baby girl? I'm I'm in the midst of getting to the cooch. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. trying to see right washing washing the bits, man. What's going on? Why are you in here? And she's like, "Well, I'm trying to turn you out." Whoa! In eighth grade, okay. Yes. Wow. I'm like, how? 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 What? Was Questions. Like, you, you know, you need to get down with it. This is basketball. Like, get with it. Like, you acting weird. I'm like, no. And if you don't get out of here, I'm gonna start screaming at the top of my lungs. Wow. Yeah. So, like, that's that's my thing. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to push somebody into a corner and then shame them when they make their decision. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my thing. Like. And that was, that was like that one run in I had. And I was like, and I, you know, I've talked to, I, you know, one of my best friends is, is lesbian. And mm-hmm. I told her about that. She actually knows the girl. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I'm not with nobody taking away my power of choice. One, I might not even be attracted to you. Even if I am a lesbian. Right. I might not even like how you look. Maybe I just don't like you. Right. right. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. You're trying to, even though I'm a lesbian, you trying to take whatever I got going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. True. You need to give me a choice. Like, oh, I would like to, you know, wonder if you're interested. Mm-hmm. That's different. And then pressure you throughout the rest of, you know, the time that you see the person. Nah. Mm-hmm. I ain't with that shit. I'm not True. True. Okay. I can see that. And so I that, can see that. That, that would be my... That would be my issue. My thing, it wasn't no problem with her dating all these different people. She dated 50 million people if she wants to. You mm-hmm. just got to be honest. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, STDs can be transferred. That's very true. That's very true. Communication definitely needs sleep, to be open. Especially if you're sleeping with me. <laughs> I need to know that you're sleeping with other people. I wonder, like, if, I wonder if sex was even... 
they don't mention he doesn't mention if sex was a part of it or not right but could, but well, that's what i'm saying could you imagine you're talking to some dude right mm-hmm. and y'all are having sex and you thinking that you got it's just y'all two and then you see like oh yeah i'm having sex with a few other people well see i wonder if that's the difference between like a male perspective and a female perspective like if you if you, as women we're it's kind of ingrained in us that we need to have this background information up front who else are you seeing how serious yeah. is this like before before we are getting naked together right. i need to know all of this ahead of time and i feel like with guys they're they it's it's not as it's not as forced upon them as it is for women because we're we're taught that we're in control of so much mm-hmm. or whatever whatever so i'm wondering if that kind of plays into it so her seeing other people took them by surprise um i i agree with you i think they're both in the wrong she is absolutely shaming him for oh, yeah. making his decision to not be a part of this relationship anymore right it, it's like someone made their decision and she i feel like she followed him out the door like but why are you doing that that's dumb following right. him around like following him into the car be like why are you even acting like that you're so dumb you're not with the times and right then texting him like well, you need to talk to me because i don't girl don't you have two other niggas to talk to like right. i'm confused which yeah which i'll give him but my thing is the way he got this information and then the way he chose to confront her i also feel was underhanded okay because he, he he doesn't state how he saw her messaging. Well, yeah, he just no, says I that she was messaging, and he's got like these intense details of how and who she was messaging. Right. And instead of like bringing it up, he talks about how he was calmly and collectively telling her this. He basically dropped a bomb on her, mm-hmm. and then kind of forced her to react a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think it's I think it's on both of them for jumping into something without telling the whole story for yeah. either party, right? And then now that they're trying to break apart from it, it's not, it feels like it's on an uneven keel for both sides. Cause he feels like he was lied to and she's not respecting his decision to leave. <laughs> and she feels completely blindsided. And is like, what is your problem? This hasn't been from what she's, from what all her responses are. It's like, she's not had to face this before. Right. With and other people. Like, well, uh, um, that, and that would make me wonder be like, but do they actually know? Because like mm-hmm. he didn't know you didn't mm-hmm. explain this to anyone either. Well, I mean, so her her comment about it being about it being 2018, <laughs> which is whack. That's a lame ass comment. But <laughs> I see, I kind of see her point of like there, this idea of of dating is so far removed from when I was coming up in dating. Right. Like it's not uncommon for people to just already be in an open style relationship with other people. Granted, you're supposed to tell your prospective partner that that's, that's what I'm telling. Especially to me when, because I can't even. Could you imagine that that were you and you were sleeping with the person though? We'll see if I'm sleeping with that person. That's where I feel like it's <laughs> so hard, hard ingrained in me to ask a thousand questions about relationships. Unless they just full out lied, and then we're like, <laughs> oh well. If you meant like sleeping, sleeping, then this, this, and this, like, and then you will be ready to go upside their head. Because like, excuse me? And then when you leave it out, they were like, well, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with sleeping with several different people well, in 2018? If it was sleeping. But this guy's talking about emotions. And in my <laughs> experience, at least for heterosexual cisgendered men, that hurts them way more when they actually put their feelings into something and mm-hmm. they're not getting the return they wanted to get. It's, it's a colder cut 
than anything else. Right. And I think that's what's happening here. Like he was really starting to feel something for her and then found out all this other stuff was happening and was not down with any of it. Right. Whatsoever. So, I mean, but, but again, like I said, the way he found out the information, the way he chose to confront her, how she decided to answer it. I mean, I think they're both in the wrong. And I, hopefully this means that they'll take a lesson from this and be like, listen, clearly I'm looking for something specific in a relationship. I need to make sure the next time I go into anything, I'm asking the questions to get this specific result. Right. Exactly. Because I have, I know younger people that are in the dating mix now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just far, I don't want to say fast and loose, but that's pretty, basically it's fast and loose. It's just like, <laughs> it's so loose. I'm seeing this and this and this, and this person seeing that person and this and this, and our time is on Tuesdays at 7, kind of deal. And you're just like, oh. And it's just we're far more open, and the definitions are, are far looser than Which, I have I ever mean, seen. I mean, listen, do your thug business. <laughs> do your thug business. that... You can get herpes from kisses, and there's no <laughs> condom for kisses. Did you know? I heard something ridiculous. Like ninety six percent of the population has some type of herpes. I believe <laughs> it. Herpes. I believe it too, because cold sores are herpes mm-hmm. as well, and that stuff gets shared at like kindergarten. So. Right, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm just like, listen. I'm like, we didn't have sex. We just kissed, or we just. Oh, uh, hey, you know, we just went down on each other, girl. Right. So, I mean, I mean, to his his ro- kind of roundabout question of validation of how he ended things. Yes, kind of. I agree that you should have ended it if it was something that was not working with you. Mm-hmm. But I don't agree in the particular way it was handled for you to decide not to be a part of it anymore. Right. And hopefully moving forward, it will be with a clear understanding of what you want Mm -hmm. and you telling this to the person up front. Like, listen, I'm not wasting time. I want this, this, and this. Can we do this? We cannot do this? Cool. Have a great day. Right. So far and so forth. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it for the Reddit ratchetness. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, that's it for me. All right, so that's gonna close it up for the POC podcast, mm-hmm. aka two colored girls in an app. Two colored girls in an app. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. So as always, you can hit us up at our. I'm gonna. I need to start doing like actually work out a schedule to post something on our website. We have one. Yes, we have a website. We have an Instagram. And we do. We we have a Facebook. We you know, Miss Gloria was like, I need you to re-add uh, the PLC podcast to my Instagram because I think I lost y'all. I'm like, no, we just don't post anything. So. Yeah. Like, we're we there. Can, but... We literally <laughs> don't post anything. We, <laughs> right. we really need to. Like, we need to just at least even take individual photographs or something. Right? <laughs> something. And just have something. We, we need to post at least a few times a week. Right. Yes. So, so sometimes I'm scared. I'm going to get on this. I'm going to use my yeah. Capricorn practicality, get a, get a schedule out or something. Right. Exactly. But you can still hit us up on all of these things. So the Instagram, mm-hmm. the Twitter. We're still we're... responsive on it. It's just we haven't put anything there. Exactly. We're responsive. And mm-hmm. I want to say, um, Shay actually put out a, twi- a tweet not too long ago for yeah, the POC I podcast. I did. So things are happening. Yeah. It's all under the POC podcast. Yeah. POC podcast. Uh, the website's the same thing. The POC podcast.com. You can email us. 
for mm-hmm. all of our craziness, if you want to respond or even your answers for the Reddit ratchetness. All right. How would you handle such situations? Mm-hmm. At the POC podcast at gmail.com. And where can they find you, Miss Shay? You can find me on everything as Shay Cherie Show um, it's, and, or Shay Cherie. Mm-hmm. And that it, I am sorry, there's, there's trains. There's trains that go around here. <laughs> all times of day. Yes. Trains. I was like, did we go back to the 1930s? Right. Exactly. The train. A full yes. train? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, but you can find me at Shea Cherie's show on everything. Uh, I am Tasia's Heels um, <laughs> on Twitter right now. Nice. I feel, nice. You know, I feel like there is something else that catches my eye, but right nice. now I'm Tasia's heel, not to be confused with Aretha's casket pump. <laughs> Tasia's heel. Okay. Oh. Please uh, hit me up over there. Ask us any questions. If you have any questions that you want us to add to the Reddit ratchetness, mm-hmm. uh, you can also hit us up on all of our things. So, where can they find you, Joe? As always, you can find me at the Curvy Geeky Fangirl for all of the things Twitter, Instagram. I am the most vocal on Twitter. I have not posted anything in ages on my website and or Instagram, but that's going to change. Right. Capricorn practicality. I'm going to get these schedules together. I already have whiteboards. I'm excited. Yes. Whiteboards are part of that planning stage. So it's going to happen. But I'm also still very active on For All Nerds now. So if you go check out fanbros.com. Or for allnerds.com, you will see my lovely clothing articles. I just did an article about how a major fashion house is working with Disney to bring Disney villains to life. Yes. In their spring collection. Yes. And I will be purchasing them. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they are going full force. Everybody loves Ursula. Everybody loves Ursula. Baby. She is a man. She is. She is bad. She she is. She is literally a queen. Like she anointed herself and everything. Mm-hmm. Very true. So that's that's that is going to be up and there. She, and she's been black. Yes. Yes, she has. Yes. She's so black, she's purple. Right? <laughs> right. She's blurple. Right. Blurple. Right. Hilarious. And she she's inspired by the lovely Miss Divine, who was a drag queen, who would be the first to tell you. That her, the mother that brought her into drag was also a woman of color. So there you go. Oh, girl, I thought she meant Loretta Divine. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, that is Divine. Shame. <laughs> Loretta that is Divine. Shame. That lady would gain weight for her career. Uh, not Loretta Divine. No, no. Miss, miss the drag queen. <laughs> Extraordinary miss- icon ex- forever divine. Girl, I'm sitting here thinking about Loretta out here hollering. <laughs> <laughs> Loretta Divine. She got yeah, you have the same right over there. She has had a similar haircut. I can see it. I can see her doing it. Dying it white. Right, exactly. I can see that. Poor unfortunate souls, the full bang. She can do it. <laughs> right. She could do it. She could do it. I, I believe her. Mm-hmm. So, yes. You can find all that craziness all, all, all over that spot. And, of course, as always here at the PSC Podcast, as well, we are finally in a schedule where we can do this on a regular. So I promise there will be another episode. Yes, there will. Next yes. week. Exactly. Get excited. Yes. Get excited. Yes. Oh, will we be able to discuss Greenleaf? Are you going to start watching Greenleaf? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I need to get on. I need to find a way. I need to find a way. I started watching Pose. Ooh, what do you think of Pose? Oh, my God. I just cried. I was it- just crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't been able to stop crying. I had to take a break because I was like, I can't. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm folding clothes and I can't get through it. Like, I'm washing, I'm folding clothes and then washing them again with my tears. Like, I just can't do it. Have you gotten to the, the episode where Pray Tell? I, no, and... I, I'm only on, I'm only on episode one. What? <laughs> oh, girl. Then it will get ready. There is a, like, I'm going to say fourth or fifth episode. Yeah. You will be bawling the entire, like, gut sobbing mm-hmm. the entire episode. And I love Pray Tell. That's something that I think. I love Pray Tell. He don't mess with nothing. Wait till he goes after, uh, I call her Peaky, but I don't know if that's her actual character name. Mm-mm. But that show is just amazing. The women on that, beautiful and amazing. Let me tell you something. I love the portrayal of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I figured out that I, I was like, oh. <laughs> First of all, this actor is shady. He's well known. Mm-hmm. And that's funny. Yup. Because he knows he don't, he don't like Trump. Yep. He's one of the ones that are very low, very vocal about mm-hmm. not yep. liking him. Yep. I thought that was fun. <laughs> fun. Okay. Yes. So I am, I'm excited about all these shows. I need to get on Greenleaf. Yes. <gasps> Greenleaf is already kicking it off with the theatrics. I'm sure. Hysterical. I, I need to get my. I gotta get my life together and sit down and put some pearls on so I can clutch them. Listen, Miss <laughs> Gloria was like, "Joe, Greenleaf is coming back on. We, I need you to watch it so that we can discuss." So I was like, "Absolutely, yes, ma'am." Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, Greenleaf. Right, that beginning song though, amazing. Oh my gosh, the yeah. greatest! And every so often they will sneak in like another hymn. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I'm so, so stay tuned for more, for more Blackity Black TV show breakdowns Blackity as well. Blackity show breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, that needs to be a segment. Blackity Black TV show breakdown. That sh- we should put that in there. You should sneak it in between your pop culture cul de sac. Yes. Yes, yes. Blackity slackity. No. Black- <laughs> that would be crap. Blackity slackity. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go wrap ahead. it up. Hey, wrap it up. Have a great week, everyone. Yes. We said all of our goodbyes. Yes. All so right. long. Farewell. <laughs> I'll be <there> tonight. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.